and uh, welcome to another Not the Wikipedia Weekly, uh, which is turning out, to my surprise, to be weekly, um, which is rather good. Uh, my name's Private Musings, and uh, today we have in the room, in no particular order, um, we have Darova. Hello. We've got user Phil. Hello. We have Raoul654. Evening, everyone. And uh, it's a pleasure to welcome uh, the Head of Communications from the Foundation, um, Jay Walsh. Thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, I thought we'd kick off today uh, with a bit of a chat. Uh, obviously, having Jay here, we're going to be talking about the Foundation communications and, and initiatives and updates in terms of what's happening there. Um, but in terms of this particular uh, initiative, um, not the Wikipedia Weekly, uh, is intended uh, to be open to everybody. So... Do keep your eyes on the wiki page and sign up if you're interested and suggest topics. And uh, my idea for uh, for the spoken word sort of project is that anyone can host these sorts of things. Uh, it takes a group of four or five editors to have a conversation that's that's really quite interesting. And um, I've become a little bit addicted to Henrik's stats tool, which tells me that we've had approaching 3000 page views on Wikipedia. Uh, sorry, not the Wikipedia Weekly. Uh, which is kind of exciting. Uh, and I'm also in, in a bit of a discussion with uh, the Wikipedia Weekly folk uh, to, to try and get us some sort of RSS feed or, or some sort of way of, of plugging us into iTunes. So if you're really desperate to listen or if you just simply can't sleep, then uh, you, can, you can hear us that way. Um, but that's enough on that. Um, Jay, thanks for coming on. Um, foundation Communications, yeah. Do you want to just say a little bit about, about your role within the Foundation and how long you've been there and, and what's happening? Sure, I'd love to. Um, uh, yeah, uh, not very long. I've only been here since, uh, since January in this role, um, working with, uh, with the Foundation, heading up the communication side of things. Um, and that's January, February, March. Wow, and it's the end of March, so three months, but it's been an extraordinary three months. Um, it's it's been a quite a, a a culture shift from my previous jobs coming into working for the foundation. Um, what do I do? Wow, it's it's <laughs> you know it's it's kind of it's kind of the standard bag of of stuff that comes along with with public relations and communications, um, and yet it seems to be more as well. It's uh, mo most broadly you'd say it's it's dealing with the external communications that the foundation has with the world, which would be general public. Stakeholders, uh, stakeholders are people who kind of care about the foundation. Maybe they're not users or the readers, but they're sort of invested, and interested. Uh, and the media, predominantly the media, which uh, I use a broad brush term to describe the mainstream media, the New York Times of the world, or the uh, um, uh, media from around the world yeah. in, in all in all languages, and also. Uh, the, the citizen media or, or bloggers, you know, you call, some of these are bad words and some of these are fine words, but uh, essentially um, non-mainstream media are people who kind of um, who feed the stories from different perspectives. Uh, and then on, on the inside of, of the foundation or of the projects, um, I work, I, I'm looking at and trying to develop a lot more ways uh, working with the, the community, with the users uh, and with the foundation to see if we can increase uh, participation and awareness of what's going on amongst the projects, and it's a very challenging kind of. It's not intimidating, but it's it's a it's a challenging, exciting thing. And, and here I am on a, on not the Wikipedia Weekly, which is um, a brilliant tool that's doing that partially 
by the nature of the need for it to happen using the technologies that are available. So um, it's 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 kind of humbling. A lot of the projects that I would normally in the in in the, in the business world, perhaps or the government world, work on, people do them, people make them, which is not surprising. This is Wikimedia, uh, yeah. so I'm I'm fully uh, 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 expect those things to happen, and they're amazing when they do happen. Yeah, so so we, we we spoke about this just a little bit before we started recording as well, but basically it's a very broad remit um, that you have in in what is a a rapidly growing foundation, uh, and it's uh, it's both external and internal communications. That's as you said, you're you you deal with the uh, the press to some degree, and then also sort of talking between projects. If we talk internally for a moment, is there any stuff that um, I guess we're we're English Wikipedians, you know, pretty much exclusively here, although. Um, uh, I know that Derova, for instance, is very involved with Commons, uh, and I think possibly, um, obviously, some people listening will probably be familiar with Commons and Wiki News and and such projects. But um, could you? Is there anything happening in in broader Wikimedia projects that we might be unaware of that's sort of in the news at the moment? In terms of initiatives, uh, or, or yeah, oh, well. You know, every day, I guess it's important for me to, you know, point out as as someone who works for the foundation. Obviously, we we think very broadly about about the projects as a whole. It's it's difficult to ignore the largest ones or the largest one. But um, in terms of, you know, here's a here's a here's a thing coming up. Here's an opportunity. What are the impacts and what are the what are the opportunities for each of the projects? When we think about these things, we 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 factor those in. We know that there are different types of people working in different projects. But you know what? I, what one of the things we're working on right now that I think is very much it's when I say something sort of foundation focused, I like to think that that means that it's it's broad across. And, you know, it, it can't necessarily be international because we don't have all the resources to do stuff in every language that we'd like to. Although. Users help us uh, make that possible, but uh, we're working on a blog right now, which seems like wow. Okay, it's it's uh, 2008, and the foundation's got a blog, but um, <laughs> it's, it's overdue, and it's something that people are kind of excited about. But we're going to use it very simply to start out as a kind of a pump for just the foundation, and, and specifically kind of what staff uh, you know, opportunities for us to dialogue. Um, uh, with the community, with users, but also with the outside world so that they can kind of get a sense of what we're doing. And it's not unlike what other um, similar organizations, uh, some private, some public, some of the open source community, but more, more focused on sort of very public-friendly uh, language that we're going to use that's going to be more um, not filled with a lot of colloquial English stuff, but general things that, that hopefully readers of more simple uh, English readers can kind of get a grasp on and, and work out with. So it's like a really simple, simple blog that, that we're just kind of going to work out and spin up and talk about, hopefully, not just what we're doing, but what's going on in the, in the broader environment of free knowledge and, and free culture and open source. Uh, do, do you have a, a, a link for that, um, Jay? I, I hesitate to give it out just yet. Okay, it's, it's, it's coming soon, I see. Coming yeah. really soon. I think this week. We'll, we'll, we're fin- we'll put the finishing touch this week and start sending out news. Fantastic. And, and, and I guess the other thing, um, like a blog, you mentioned the idea of it being a pump, like I guess a central place and where people can, can interact with the foundation and it can bring things together. Um, is that, you know, is that a, as you, is that must be one of the biggest issues that, that the Wikimedia Foundation faces, which is just how incredibly distributed the efforts of all kind of stakeholders and the foundations are. We're, we're all over the world. I think we're in three continents chatting to you, um, 
uh, two continents actually looking at the user list uh, as we speak. Um, have you got any other sort of, is that something that, that you're taking a focused approach to looking at or is it just something that you're aware of or, or what are your thoughts on that in general? It's an extraordinary bit of our reality. I don't know that many other organizations in the world, um, and I, you know, people might, might seem a little naive to say that. There are lots of international nonprofit organizations, but we are focused almost 100% on the notion of, of communicating, of producing text and sharing text and information freely. So it's, it's a fascinating challenge that, uh, you know, I, I sort of fall asleep thinking about most often, like how can we, how can these things um, uh, come together? How can we um, likely uh, use, use the resources that we've got and, and the volunteer power and, and technology first and foremost to kind of bring folks together to, to talk about these things. But essentially at the end of the day, for all of the pie in the sky and the amazingness of what's going on, the, the critical um, stuff is what can we actually do? What can I help to do? And what can we do within the community to start producing actual projects that increase the communication? So, I mean, it's, it's intimidating, but it's something that I think that we can do. I think we can start setting an example, especially for uh, other organizations that are in the same situation as us. And we're going to break ground in this area, I think, just as we have in the area of free knowledge and free encyclopedia in general. And in fact, that brings me to my sort of next thing, um, which is like in a, you, that's the internal side. And then obviously externally, um, it, it's just an impression I've got. And it might just be a guess. And, you know, I could be wrong, but I would think the number of press inquiries to the foundation has been quite high lately. You know, there's been various stories of various, well, uh, you know, some good news, some bad news. There's been lots of it. D uh, does that take up sort of, you know, quite a lot of your time? Uh, yes, yes. Media relations is um, it's a pig, uh, a wonderful, a wonderful pig. It's a great way to um, um, to spend a lot of my time. I mean, it's 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 uh, most organizations have dedicated you know media relations people. Um, the the reality of good media relations, and I, I I hope this reaches some of our incredible the folks in our communications committee and chapter contacts who do a lot of this work as well. It's not easy work, you know, uh, sitting in front of a microphone or talking to someone. And I'm not trying to, to boast. It's just that it's tough work <laughs> because you want you want to get the story right. You know, you may not get that many chances. And especially where we are, we are so incredibly engaged with the blogging community, with the slash dots and with, um, you know, media that don't don't work on print deadlines or broadcast deadlines. It's like now, 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 you know, they're going to print it. They're typing it out as, as you're speaking to them. So. <laughs> it's extremely exciting, but uh, the great news is that I've never run into a reporter or a member of the media, either in person or through the system, that isn't blown away by what we do and wants to tell the story and really wants to treat the story with incredible care and attention. And, and it's in spite of what we might have seen over the past 30 days or so, there really are some – most journalists are absolutely in love with what we're doing. And is that, has it been a learning curve for you? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ralph. Uh, just to follow up with that, can you talk a little bit about the recent, you know, the the, the recent happenings? I, I remember your pre a predecessor, Sandra, before the move, had said that her first week on the job, you know, she she was there, and then the SJ scandal broke, and uh, I'm sure you must be kind of feeling the same way that you know you're relatively new, and suddenly all this comes out, you know, in your early days on the job. So can you kind of just comment on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was the edu I mean, the real education for me and I think for a lot of us was uh, seeing how some of these gossip websites just fuel so much on, on, on this kind of material. This isn't entirely new to us. We've had the 
we've had that form of media around for a very long time. But I think that even in the last six months, and I worked in, in television before this in Canada, uh, television, radio, public broadcasting, um, there was uh, no shortage of the similar kinds of criticism. But here in, in, with, with the, these folks who are kind of slicing and, and moving so fast and, and just running with anything they can get, it's really extraordinary. And it's, it's, it's sad on one level. And uh, I spoke to a lot of journalists who said it's just terrible. It's just terrible. The crap that's being that's not being printed, but that's being posted online, and the speed that it gets out there, and the comments. And but it's 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 the reality that we, as an international organization with an extraordinary amount of attention, we have to we have to live with this. We have to work with this. It was it was you know it was it was trying and it was difficult. But on one level, working with the press was actually quite fine. The press were, were truly the legitimate press. The, not the press that are printing crap, but the ones who actually want to call us and get 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 on record and say what's going on. They they were really wonderful to work with through that whole experience. Do you think there's a disconnect between the foundation and the people who, you know, who kind of just ordinary editors, and that that might have played a part in that? Uh, I think you you mean in reference to the general carriage of the story of, of allegations that 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 people don't really know what's going on in the foundation front office and that mm. that because they don't really know that that might have played a part in, in making giving these allegations you know credibility since nobody really you know has an idea of what's going on there. I, you know there was a, every pretty much every call I have with someone who has never spoken to us before and. And, and because Wikipedia, I'm going to use Wikipedia as the broad example here, um, isn't it doesn't live within a specific reporter beat, which is to say, in the world of mass, mainstream media, it, it isn't necessarily just the technology reporter who's going to talk about it. It isn't necessarily just the education reporter. It, it, it floats all over the place. So we talk to a lot of reporters who've never called us before. In every call, we go to school and we talk about Wikipedia. We talk about the foundation and we say we're a nonprofit. And we have a lot of really exciting things to say. Um, I have. I, you know, I'm, not, and, I'm not really. I'm, I'm not really talking about with respect to the press so much as with our ordinary users, the oh, internal sorry, communications. I'm. 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 Re, I'm, re, I'm. I'm hearing the word editor, and I'm going the wrong direction. I apologize. Uh, I think yes, yes. I think you're right. I think that. I've, I certainly over the last couple of weeks we've seen that that there is. So I mean, perhaps I don't want to say disconnect, but that 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 the, I've seen that there is a gap in knowledge about what we're doing and about what's going on in our office. And I think that's, you know, that's something we're, we got to work on and we are working on it so, in terms of things like a blog and, and, and talking about and being aware that when I speak to the media, when, when our folks speak to the media, they're also speaking to editors. They're speaking to anyone who's out there listening. Could I ask about just a word on that? The current structure with, um, with the way chapters work and the way, I guess the volunteers within or the, the, the people within the chapters who are editors, uh, actors, media representatives. Um, I just wonder if that's your views on that. If that's if that's a you know scalable, if it works, if it's an area of you know weakness, or, or what you think about that. C- considering my uh, my profound lack of Hungarian, <laughs> uh, as well as several hundred other languages, um, I'd say that it's. I don't know what we would do without it right now. I think it's, and I think just as an example with this recent presser that we did for the 10 million articles uh i immediately got i was able to get in touch with the although we don't have a hungarian chapter i hope i'm, I'm correct in that statement i don't think we do but we do have a representative in, in hungary who speaks hungarian and um i got a hold of him on skype within within 30 seconds and he was excited and we talked we you know we strategized and we we talked about what this would be what would take place i don't you know that was you know that was really wonderful it was really 
it was a, it's, it's something that I think makes a lot of sense. And, it, and it, I think it also helps the chapters um, in, in terms of their, their own, their own development as an, as an entity, they've got to have their own voice. And uh, I, I, I feel very comfortable saying I represent the foundation and there are issues which are much more endemic just to the foundation from a business perspective or from an organizational perspective that aren't necessarily what the reporter wants when they want to talk to somebody in, in, uh, in Taiwan or they want to talk to someone in one of the areas that they know that they'll have a closer uh, understanding of the story. And in fact, do you have presumably you have people seeking comment on things like article content? And do you have to sort of kick that to one side and say, well, you know, we don't, you know, we're not publishers, we're, you know, that sort of stuff. Does that come up? All the time. I mean, all the time. We have a lot of, aside from the reporters who call stuff and we'd like their, their, uh, their bios adjusted on, on, on the fly. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's usually not very difficult to explain and, and, and help people understand that, that the foundation doesn't, doesn't do that stuff. We don't make those edits. We don't uh, get involved in that process. Um, and most journalists really can immediately appreciate why that is, and uh, it, it helps them how understand much is the, the situation. Found, how much is the foundation involved in OTRS in general? Uh, well, you know, we have uh, Carrie Bass, who works on our staff, who, who's mm-hmm. closely involved in, in keeping a track of, of that process. He's the volunteer coordinator uh, with our offices in San Francisco, who's a wonderful and, and, and frequent voice um, uh, amongst you know, several of those lists. Uh, we, right, but, but some, some yeah. of the lists, like the press list, I assume that, you know, you take care of at least some, if not many of those. You mean, my, I'm, well, in terms of the communications committee list, is that what you mean, or do you mean the email addresses? I, I mean the, oh, the press, you know, press at wikimedia.org, that, right, that right. email address. I assume some of that gets passed to you. I, you know, other, like, other OTRSs do some of it. You know, the legal queue gets passed to Mike Godwin. So, like, to what extent is the foundation involved in the different lists like there i'm sure there are some that are handled mostly on the foundation side and in fact just just before you comment on that jay i'll just get mark otrs which is which is we're now sort of talking about could you explain just in in 20 you know in fact in five seconds otrs is is a software package used for managing and ticketing email so whenever you email like press at wikimedia.org or info en at wikimedia.org or permissions or photo submission or or any of these it goes into you know, into OTRS, which is, you know, the name of the software and pretty much the system. And and we have volunteers like myself and others who take care of them. And then my question for Jay is, to what extent is it the ordinary users who have OTRS access, like myself and others, versus people actually in the foundation dealing with some of these tickets? It's a good question. Uh, essentially, the press queue, I mean, I'm obviously involved in the OTRS system as well, but the the principle that I've I kind of inherited and that I see is that um, uh, the press at wikimedia.org address does get a lot of uh, contact, um, a lot of it's spam, just like the other ones. Uh, I would say a lot of it is are really straightforward answers, or in some cases are less complex, less official kinds of not not less official questions. All questions are official, but the answers are fairly easy to to provide. So we do have. Um, a number of volunteers, some of whom are on the communications committee, and uh, I don't have the exact number in my head, but who, who are privy to that list and who um, just answer as they would with any other OTRS inquiry. Not surprisingly, though, we also get you know urgent messages from 
NPR or CNBC or BBC. And those ones, usually someone will forward them or I'll see them and I'll, I'll usually act on them fairly quickly if, if there's if there's relatively time sensitive. Um, but there's a nice I mean, right now. I feel like there's a, a fairly good um, uh, relationship in that the volunteers are being are really wonderful, can provide really verbose answers that I may not necessarily have the time to provide to a high school teacher. And that's that, that's that's again that's great strength of sort of distributed effort, isn't it? That, it's great that that's yeah. able to work. Um, you mentioned the communications committee. Um, I, could you just like you know, presumably you're sort of uh, from the foundation perspective, it's your you head it. Um, who else is on it, sort of thing, and, and what's its remit? Uh, Michael Snow is the is the head of the communications committee. Actually, I'm, I'm fairly sure that's still accurate in light of his his uh, uh, his position now. Um, I, and that, I, that's really kind of a misnomer. There's no real head. It's more of like an email list and kind of a. Thank you. That's that's just, about it. Sorry. And the other members are like just looking at the list: David Gerard, Dan yep. Rosenthal, yep. Swatchester, Carrie's on there, Mike Godwin's on there, Matthias, yep. who's the head of the Wikimedia Germany, Allison, board members and staff. Uh, I think several staff at least are, are sort of on this list. Um, I can talk a little bit about what it is. It's essentially, um, it, it, it's ultimately built for to, to support myself, but also, but it, it, you know, on paper to support kind of the head of communications and and um, dealing with day to day communications issues. And I, I mean, it's it's a miraculous thing where I can send a question to and get an answer back, mostly because people are awake all around the world at this <laughs> time. It's some it's it's a secret weapon, but it's also. Um, I view it as a place with uh, an incredible level of experience and and insight um, and frankly risk management insight, which is of course it's a part of of, 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 of any kind of communications work. You have to and that just simply means um, this is a this is on the table and someone can say, well, you know, you might want to be careful about this and you might want to be careful about that. And, and we don't have you know these aren't highly con- confidential or secret conversations. They're simply um, things that we discuss and uh, you know we think about. Approaches to general topics of things, and we also look at coverage. I think that's actually my probably my favorite aspect of the work is of, of what the communications community does. Is Matthias or somebody will see a link, will flip it out, and say, you know, this was just seen, this just just ran. Thank you, Google Alerts. I mean, we see these things instantaneously, and um, we we may discuss it. And in some cases, folks may raise a point and say, actually, I think this is something we should respond to, or this is something we should follow up on. So it's it's an incredible awareness system and uh, and it's a great trove of, of intelligence. I think it's smart 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 people. And it's there to support you know support you in in gathering all the information from from everywhere that you need to um I guess to build better communications. That's right, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, in my view, that's that's the um, uh, that's the, the fundamental intent is to use this group to to sort of. Um, to come up with better ways. And, and we also have, there's also a communications project group list, which isn't highly active, but it's also kind of volunteer run and, and, and they're in a separate capacity or in a similar capacity with the same intent of helping, uh, looking at ways of, and, and it's still, it's still kind of embryonic. I think it's probably been embryonic for a couple of months, if not maybe a year or more. Um, but it, it's, Frankly, it's challenging to say, you know, lots of people want to help, and how can we kind of manage those energies and, and do them uh, in, in a highly functional way? Because some of the stuff isn't wiki related, or it's not an on wiki kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And just to, you know, um, is it is communication something that you think the foundation have we been sort of uh, 
not so good in the past? Are we getting better? Is it something that we've got a good start on and we, we're just, you know, we're doing well and, and sort of there's even better things? Or I think it's an area that some people have criticised, particularly the, you know, the, the, it's such a huge organisation, the left hand and the right hand, it's, it's hard to keep in touch. Uh, have, have there been problems in the past, do you think? Well, not, nothing, nothing for that would be unusual for a really young organization for which is what the foundation is. I mean, even by, by comparison to uh, groups around the world that you can imagine are, are dealing with these issues or, and maybe not dealing with them as well or as quickly as, as we have. And they've been around for 30 or 40, 50 years. Um, so it, I think we do, I think we've, I mean, I mean, I, I, I can't speak to the to the history. I wasn't there, of course, but I, before I started this job and during this job, I often look back and see, well, how did that how did that play out? How did that go? And I think that um, in terms of uh, in terms of the toughest things that we faced, I think we faced them well, and I think we've come through. I think uh, there's a great opportunity, and there's a new interest now with some of the changes with the move and some other things. There's a lot of interest in. Um, and telling our story again or looking at our story. You know, we've got some really great people coming to the office as soon to sort of visit and help tell the story. We, uh, uh, that's great. I mean, this is exciting news, and I'm, I, I'm glad to be a part of that, helping them, helping journalists kind of get the, the best out of that experience so that they can do really great stories. We want cover stories. We want nothing less than cover stories. <laughs> and uh, aside from cover stories uh, on the New York Times, which, uh, I'm, you know, hopefully – it would be wonderful and <laughs> the right kind of cover story, I might say. Um, what do you think about a little uh, our project here, Jay? Um, you know, just we're just a group of English Wikipedians sort of getting together and chatting. How could we um, could you offer any advice or could we get any help from the foundation or, or what should we be doing? Uh, absolutely. I think uh, I think I think the Skypecast is a brilliant idea that why the heck wouldn't any organization be doing something like this, you know, as an opportunity to, as you got it, uh, uh, Peter, to say why, you know, it's easy, just turn it on. You've got the software, we've all got a bloody Skype account, so, you know, go at it. Um, but I think the way you do it is, you you know, you, you've taken what's a Skypecast, it's a podcast. Suddenly it's it's um, portable and, and enjoyable by anybody on the planet, you know, with an internet connection. So, <laughs> uh, Enjoy, I hope it's enjoyable. <laughs> I think it is. No, I think it, I love the I love the kind of rawness. I think it speaks to the it speaks to the incredible changes and in, in the adaptations of how people are kind of getting the word out and how they're using um, these technologies to to I don't want to say get beyond um, the, how the mainstream media do their work, but I think that a lot of people in the mainstream media marvel at what you're doing and they think, wow, they're doing it. You know, uh, uh, ten thousand people might listen to this podcast. Um, so. What I hope to be able to do is, is to certainly, uh, once we've got a, a blog turning up operating, uh, you know, point to you and say, oh, this is a place where you can hear more. And uh, you can be absolutely sure that your readership, your listenership includes a lot of um, a lot of journalists and a lot of media who, who, as well as users who kind of see this as the place where the story kind of ripples up and where they can find out what's going on. Well, and I think I think long term um, or even mid term, we've uh, we've been talking uh, with the, the people at Wikipedia Weekly who are another sort of uh, effort. And I guess um, it would be great to have that central blog where we can, you know, as you said, the pump idea, where we can make sure that the, the the little conversations that are happening can it can be a part of a sort of central bigger thing. I've got this kind of concept because uh, Phil, who's who's in the room right now, is a bit of a Skype expert, and and he was telling me that um. 
uh, that you can have up to 100 people in a Skype cast room. Uh, and I had this idea that, you know, you can have a we could have a panel of people talking and up to 100 Wikipedians listening. And, and there's a way of managing it so that uh, people can ask questions when they want and you can bump them up to speaking and you can bump them down to listening. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of my vision for it. Uh, and I have a question for Jay. Um, you know, Schwartz, Schwartz, the public relations company, has at least at least nominally been helping us with our communications matters for about a year, maybe two years now. But I mean, can you talk about talk to us a little bit about their role? Recently, and since I started, it's been um, uh, when I started, I had conversations with a couple of other third party organizations, businesses, or what have you that we've worked with. Recently, they haven't. We haven't been. We haven't been working with them a lot. Um, they were, um, uh, I think, at a time more involved in our kind of our issues management side of things or public relations side. Um, I'm interested in talking to them again. They, they have an office in San Francisco. We may have, we're going to have a conversation in the near future. You can be sure that there are lots of um, lots of businesses, lots of other organizations that that kind of look forward to the opportunity of working with us. Um, I think that. We offer a lot in terms of, of, of we offer a lot of work. We offer a lot of things that, that we could use some help getting done. Um, things like you know, um, not so much on the technology side, but uh, um, just in certain connective sides or sort of thoughts about that other organizations might have about how to how to tackle certain kinds of communications work that I might have experience in, but I just don't have the capacity to do um, without other professionals kind of helping me out. Um, so it, it, it's not an active it's not an active thing right now. It's pretty much in terms of the the who's supporting communications right now. It's pretty much myself, the staff, uh, the board, and the communications committee, um, and uh, that would encompass the whole scenario. But uh, I, I see I see the ability for organizations to work with us as something you know I think they want to, and I think a lot of them see it as a great thing to do. I you know I. I I hold out for, for those who really have brilliant, incredible ideas that I think that you you guys as a community would think are also really cool and not just sort of fly-by-night kind of marketing approaches. You, I'm, I'm with you in terms of having coming from the public world, coming from public service, coming from government. I don't know if that's not an evil word, but uh, uh, that I believe in, in sort of preserving what we do and um, uh, working with people who kind of really, truly understand our mission. And and thanks so much for for coming on, you know, and, and chatting all about it with us. Um, and you know, we're going to move on from the from the pure sort of foundation perspective now to to a couple of other things. But do stay in, stay in the room, Jay, and and we might you know, we'll pick your brains on the foundation perspective and uh, on that sort of stuff. And yeah, thanks for coming. Um, oh, do mention on the communications list that uh, that all communicators are most welcome uh, over here at Not the Wikipedia Weekly. So give it a look, sign up, have a conversation. You know, that's the that's what we're about here. Um, Excellent. <laughs> yeah, the next one we've got on our list is we were, we were talking about this particular wiki project. We're just going to mention wiki projects in general. Uh, and I know that, Darova, you, you've been involved in a few and, and you, you're aware of the strengths and weaknesses. So just what, what exactly is a wiki project? How does it help? What does it do? Well, most wiki projects deal with uh, certain sets of topics in article space. Uh, the Not the Wikipedia Weekly is a different kind of project. Um, I've been involved with the Military History Project. I've been involved with a couple of projects. Right now, the one that I'm most active with is the Textile Arts. And so it, it takes specific areas of art, like military history. It's kind of what it says on the tin, presumably. All the articles about military history. And having had a look at it, that's a very 
it, it's quite a structured uh, organization. Is that is that fair? Well, they're very large. They're very well organized. They're very active. They're bigger than most other wiki projects. They're one of the biggest, I think. And uh, so to someone that's sort of, you know, pootling around, perhaps wiki gnoming, um, how can getting involved in or learning more about a wiki project sort of, you know, should they look at it? How can it help them as Wikipedians? Well, it's a chance to find some other people who are knowledgeable about the same uh, topics that interest you. Um, sometimes they'll, um, it can be more fun to work on uh, an article together with somebody if it's a harmonious relationship than to shoulder all of the work yourself. Sometimes they'll have access to um, sources that would otherwise be difficult for you to obtain. And uh, just a couple of people to bounce things around, maybe copy edit each other's work. Uh, it can be a nice positive thing. And then at the end of the month, many wiki projects have uh, newsletters. Your name and the stuff that you've done there might get uh, shown around to people. So in actual fact, what the sort of the theme of this this chat, I guess, is communications. And if you've got a particular interest, then a wiki project um, is a good way to to find other people with it and and communicate with them and and sort of you know get work done. And also to prioritize, if you really care about the topic as a whole, what's the most important stuff? Uh, what things can we push over the top and uh, you know and get together and, and rise up to good and featured quality? And if you like, if you've got, a, can anyone start one? How do they get going? There is Pretty a much anyone can start one. Yeah. Have you uh, are you involved, Mark at all? Oh, sorry, Raoul. Oh, go ahead. I. I have generally not been involved in wiki projects. The one exception was one I started myself, um, the free music project, because I was sort of tired of doing it all myself. I felt like I was the only one. <laughs> so tell us a bit uh, about that, actually, because I, I've given that a look, and it's actually pretty awesome. W what does that do? Okay. Um, well, the idea was that that the problem with, with free music um, is there's a few, but it's it's finding it, converting it, and and putting it on Wikipedia and cataloging it is a very time-consuming process, and um, you know, and and all more moreover than that, that you need you know I'm you need somebody who's kind of knowledgeable about it, who can like you know from, who by ear can kind of listen to the music and see if there's problems or see if it's mislabeled or whatnot, and that that's a skill that I don't have. That's not, not something that I'm competent to do. So I kind of needed someone who would be willing to do that. And and that's kind of the reason that my motivation behind starting the project was to get others involved in and actually doing this kind of work. And um, it, it's at, at first there was a lot of a lot of motivation. It's kind of kind of dimmed off. It's kind of, the project's kind of sort of inactive. But you know, there's, it's always there if I need it. I can always drop a note on the talk page, and other people will will come up and and you know will be available for help if I need it. It's interesting. I mean, it's part of it's. You know, I guess <laughs> from a communication or from a, from an academic angle, it's this human nature to form these groups, isn't it? And um, I wonder, Phil, you're involved in a in a wiki project. Which one's that? I'm involved in the intelligent design project, and there are about twenty or thirty of us. Raul yeah, and is I, also I, involved. But I wondered. I wondered about intelligent know. design in general. You see, I wondered if if that's does it does. Does the wiki project approach ever create sort of, you know, like battle lines or if you start to align yourself with a kind of hierarchy, do, you know, does it bring great stability to the articles or, you know, does it ever cause problems, Phil? 
Well, <laughs> I guess it's caused some problems because some people have looked at the list and, and uh, said, oh, these are all evil guys that are involved in the intelligent design project. Now, not everybody in the project is has the same uh, mindset, but most of them have the same kind of mindset, kind of a, a pro-science, uh, mainstream science approach to it. And we, we kind of uh, work together on various articles slowly and uh, – We've got, I guess, we've got about two hundred of them now. I think we 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 might return to this a later date because I, in a way, what what I've seen maybe around the intelligent design wiki project a little bit. It's kind of the very beginnings of of loose political affiliations, um, and it's it's doing it very you know rationally. And it's it's uh, I actually think from what I've seen, the intelligent design project is a clear net gain. It's important what it's doing, but. Um, in terms of long-term uh, evolution of, of wiki behavior, it seems like these little groups getting formed. It's kind of inevitable that it's not long before a, a wiki project, Raoul for Arbcom, uh, sort of kicks in, you know? Well, you have to understand, a wiki project is by definition article-focused. Ah, so that's, there's, there's the Chinese wall. There's the bright line that you don't, you know, it can't be internally related. Yeah, we're mainly interested in... in writing new articles and uh, maintaining the articles we have and trying to improve their quality if we can. Um, Phil, I have to, to ask you something. If most of the people in the project are mainstream science people, then why is the name of the project Intelligent Design? Because it's focused well, on intelligent design and intelligent design-related articles. Right. As opposed and to global warming. Okay. Well, I yes, mean, as it, opposed to evolution, let's say. Which is well, there's also an evolution there. project. I'm not a member of that, although I've, I've, I've certainly contributed a lot to those articles as well. Um, it's, I think uh, we'll – guys, guys, we'll because we'll, we, we're going to run long. So I think this, the, the whole nature of the, of the wiki project we, we could probably talk about a bit more. I just want to bring Jay back in for two sets, um, which is to see uh, – have you – Jay, have you had a chance to look at how the wiki projects promote good articles? And is there any foundation angle on that in it sort of – any sort of initiatives or um, what well, have you had a chance to look at it basically uh, i haven't but um i'm i'm listening with great interest and i'm i'm kind of looking right now fantastic because it, it seems that it's a very strong way to it's uh, as raul says it's article focused it's all about getting people to uh, communicate with each other and collaborate and um Dorova, one of the things that I've noticed you've, you've mentioned before is, is drives, where you, you kind of, you know, this, you get together and you have a drive to, to achieve something. Just a couple words on that? Oh, yes. Well, um, it can be much more fun to work on a, a project with other people than all by yourself. Right now, the Textile Arts Project is having a featured portal drive, and it's something that I actually couldn't do all by myself because the coding is something that I would, well, I, I guess I could teach myself if I needed to. But um, I've been very fortunate that someone has, um, who's done a lot of featured portals has come and helped our little project out, who really knows what the featured standards are, not only the published stuff, but what the voters really tend to go for. So he's been able to give us a prioritized list of what we really ought to be having and then we go and, and run out and try to improve this. I have one more B-class biography to complete, and then we'll be able to go back into review and possibly become a featured portal candidate. So that's a call to arms. If anyone out there has 
information on crocheting, lace making, any sort of textile art, uh, head well, over to Rovers. It's a lot more than that, though. I mean, that's the first thing you think of. But remember also, the textile arts is the history of the um, Industrial Revolution. It's also uh, international trade, third world economic development. It's chemistry. There's a lot of fields that uh, lead into the textile arts. Ethno history, too. Indeed. I didn't mean to sound glib. I, 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 I was in, uh, if anyone <laughs> out there right. has... <laughs> Apologies for that, if it came across that way. Okay, well, let's, let's move on from Wiki Projects now to the, to the, um, the recent, again, more foundation related, but the foundation has recently announced that the long awaited single user login is here in testing. Um, Raul, you, in our last chat, um, I think I told you about it and you were unaware and I saw that yeah, someone. I'm, I'm, it, it was in the signpost and like that week and I hadn't read it quite at that point. Um, and then when I logged into comments, I actually saw a notice describing it. What, what you do, and it's open to administrators right now, is you go to a special case page, special colon merge account, capital M, capital A, and it will list essentially your user. You have to do this on your home wiki, the wiki that you have the most edits on, and it will then list accounts on all the other sister projects and other language wikis that have the same name and the same registered email address as your account. And it will also list the ones that have the same name but don't have the same password or email as your account. And you can merge the ones that match, and you kind of have to to include or, or, or to, to tweak the ones that don't so that they do match. And then you unify them all, and you have one account that will work, one login that will work on every wiki, one username, one password. And presumably there, there aren't many Rails 654s. Were you able Actually, to? Actually, uh, there are because vandals <laughs> like to register my name on accounts I don't, on wikis I don't edit and vandalize. So uh. I had, so I, I had 15 or, there were 15 or 16 of which about 8 or 9 matched initially and there were 7 left, mostly vandal accounts and I had to get them renamed or otherwise, you know, get rid of them so that I could, I could take them over. The problem with this is that for languages like Armenian or worse, Japanese, where you can't even write the characters, um, it's rather difficult to request a rename, and the stewards aren't really willing to do it if there's local bureaucrats who can. Did you get? Did it get through okay for you though? Are you now? Do no, you have? I, the... I still have. I still have two outstanding that I haven't done yet. And Darova, have you had a chance to look at that at all? The single user stuff. Yes, I did it. Um, it was very simple for me, and and fortunately, all of the accounts were me. Um, I've registered at a lot of different places in, in order to prevent the problem that Mark has seen. Um, but I, other than um, the login, you know, it, I don't really see that much of an advantage to it right now. I mean, if I go over to Commons or to Wikinews from Wikipedia, I st I'm not automatically registered in there. I, I have to type in my um, my password anyway, and I had deliberately put different passwords in a couple of different places uh, uh -huh. as a security measure, and now those things are all the same. So I'm not really sure that I'm better off. So it's not well, quite the, there yet. Well, the advantage is that you don't actually have to register 200 different accounts. That's the big advantage. And I, someone suggested this at our page, but uh, this sounds awesome to me. Again, <laughs> bringing it back to communications. If you can... Oh, uh, the, the, the other thing is, on a wiki, you don't edit. Once you have a unified account, nobody can register your username on any wiki that you don't edit. Well, I, that's a little bit of peace of mind. There's an advantage. <laughs> I'd like the idea of cross-wiki message bars. Uh, I get that sometimes, like a copyright alert at Commons or something. 
that I, I don't spend huge amounts of time there. So a little bar coming up on any oh, wiki can, project. You can, you can set up, you can set it up so that it emails you if you get a message on your talk page on a wiki you don't normally edit. That would be a workaround, but I, I love the idea of, a, of a, an orange bar saying you've got a message on Meta or you've got a message on Y. I think that could uh, that could that could be a great thing. And it's, I know that's not there yet, but uh, I hope it's a logical sort of next step. I also think it's just a really uh, it's a friendly thing. And if you're a new user tomorrow or once this thing's active, um, you're coming into a, a hopefully an environment that's more it's easier to use. So I'm always in favor of that stuff in terms of the um, comfort levels for new users. Now, Phil, you're not a you're not an admin, are you, or are you? No, I'm not. And, and uh, Beastone, Beastone, you're not an admin, are you, by any chance? Uh, I think Beastone said. Sorry, I, I had to unmute the microphone. Uh, no, I am not an admin, nor do I ever intend on becoming one. So the, the question, I guess, uh, we as non-administrative editors would have is. Um, uh, we, we're not sure yet when single user may be rolled out to the populace at large. Well, also, the, the stewards and bureaucrats, just with the administrators being able to do this, are already swamped. Gee, so when it hits everyone, it's going to be there's, – there's an awful lot of sort of backup work to do, is there? They're going to be very grumpy and very unhappy, <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so. So we, we need to send our bureaucrats and stewards chocolates and flowers and – and uh, appreciate the work that they do and hope that the if the English admin community can enjoy its single user login smoothly, then it, it may before, well, before another two and a half years, get out to the, the populace at large. That would be a good thing. Cool. Now, uh, we've got... It might be nice if they staggered it, that people with you know a username beginning with A or a number were to go first so that it didn't happen all at once. That's well, the same thought I had. There is the argument, of course, that the admin community is a particularly active one and that if you make something available to people, they, they don't have to request it. And, uh, you know, perhaps if it would be, I mean, there's no telling, of course, but if it was available through, a, you know, an obscure preference window or something or you had to go into, you know, my preferences and, and find it and, and ask for it, that might be a good way to... Intentionally bad user interfaces are not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no point taken. And, and we don't yet know. Uh, there's no news from the from the developers or, or from the foundation about. There's no. I mean, it's it's. There a, was a security it, issue. There was. Yeah, there was actually. Uh, okay, what, hold on what was that? There was a security issue. Here we go. Um. Here's an email I got because relating to the changes I just described. You had your account manually merge in a few projects. There was a security issue related to manual merging so that you need to log into EN Wiki News, and this is to me personally, and make sure that the email given there is yours. If not, you should change it to your email, and just to make total, just to uh, be totally safe, you should change your password. The reason would be that if the person who had the account before you had used the email new password feature, she, he or she would be able to log in as you and change the global password. Uh, so with, manu with manually merging, if you're if you don't if your if your accounts are manually merged, then there's the possibility that you have you know a different contact email address uh, on different wikis for your same global account. Yeah, so that, that's a, how that works. I understand that. Yeah, and that that's a that's a quite a it's not unusual that something like that would come up and, you know, I'm sure that it's being dealt with. And obviously it's good that it's limited to just the 1500 or so admins right now. And I don't know how many of them are actually, uh, 
probably well that probably. is it's a hun- it's a thousand a hundred and a uh, thousand to fifteen hundred on English, but it's all the admins on all the wikis. Oh, I That's see. That's right. It, it's not uh, English that I'm an ad- admin on right now. So you add them together. But really, um, the 800-pound gorilla is English Wikipedia. Just for the scale of numbers of editors and, and, you know, will it work? And for the number of admins and so forth. Um, and fortunately, most other editors wouldn't be as likely to be targeted the way that Raul was um, with those kinds of spoofs. That tends to be because administrators have that little bit of power, um, there tends to be that resentment and you, you get people trying to do things like that. Indeed. So that's that single user login. Now, we having mentioned intelligent design in passing, uh, the other foundation thing that we mentioned briefly last time was the stable revisions, um, which uh, Eric announced is kind of almost, I think, ready for testing and it's being tested. And um, I noticed uh, Tim Vickers, who was intended, well, he'll possibly be on to one of these chats next time, but um, uh, he's, he mentioned at the notice board a, a new initiative to sort of create, a, a, on a fully protected article, to create a draft box where edits can be suggested. Um, so, right, uh, this, was in, this was in relation to the Evolution article, which has been targeted by a prolific sock puppeteer uh, who we are calling Tilejoin because that was one of his early accounts. And the problem is that he has access to very, very large a very large number of IP addresses that he then uses to register usernames and to vandalize the article. And so the idea was to fully protect the article and create a draft version somewhere else that could be manually copied over on occasion. And coincidentally, or rather, it's interesting timing, isn't it? Because that's almost the exact functionality. Um, of the stable revisions development. Well, we don't I know what stable revisions will look like quite yet, so it's probably not the best idea to say that at this point. Oh, no. So, I mean, conceptually then, the idea that there'll be an article uh, yeah, which... Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's going to be very... That's just, for me, that's one to watch. Um, I, I mentioned on the notice board that I'll be very interested to see how it's received, how it pans out, how it works. Uh, particularly cool will be if, if it starts to get good edits. If it works that way, then... You know, there doesn't seem to be a downside um, if it's if the article is still being improved or still being edited. Um, there was a downside. If, if did you see the draft that had been vandalized at least four times by by the by tile join while he, that was posted on the uh, administrator's notice board. So the, the, it doesn't every time. <laughs> it doesn't uh, just well, it doesn't stop the vandalism, unfortunately. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, moving on from the from the um, from the foundation stuff to finish off, we we were going to talk a little bit about threats of violence, um, which is our perennial bumper topic, um, and we we did have user Beastone in the room for a while, but uh, I think he's got technical problems because he's he's um he's headed off for now. Uh, so the final subject we've got um, is a little bit about uh, what we've well, we've termed it here, truth and reconciliation, which is a uh, obviously that refers to the process that post-apartheid South Africa went through. Uh, and something that caught my eye recently was that uh, it was mentioned both by Derova in relation to a, an ARBCOM proceeding. It was mentioned by uh, some band users in other forums. Um, and I noticed also that um, in the spirit of, of sort of getting people that have that have seen things very, very differently, I noticed Doc Glasgow has, has posted recently um, about uh, what are we going to do about BLPs, about biographies of people, uh, and getting people that have... Uh, I sense that what he's doing there is is getting trying to find some common ground between people that have disagreed violently in the past. 
Uh, and you mentioned over just before we started recording that you've been in conversation with another user as well. Uh, yes, um, another user that uh, I had banned early on and then brought back. Uh, he's made a legitimate comeback. He's earning barn stars now. I wish that he could join us, but perhaps next time. Um, we're, we've got an excellent um, working relationship. And, of course, you and I, Private Musings. Um, <laughs> we didn't always uh, laugh with each other like this. No, there, there was some bad blood. Um, Raoul, as someone that's been involved at the at, at that senior level or at that level of, of sort of looking at the the dark side of wiki editors' behaviour as a member of Arbcom, um, have you have you followed any of these sorts of currents or what are your thoughts about it? To be completely frank, I find absolutely no merit in the idea that my experience on the Arbcom, if it has taught me nothing, it has taught me that users do not change their real world behaviour because they have been sanctioned on Wikipedia. You know that that every effort at mentorship and every effort at changing someone's behavior just, just they just don't work. And and then, to tie that back in, I mean, I guess Phil, to bring you in at this point, uh, you there must be various sort of banned uh, editors and, and not just banned editors, but they're obviously binary opposed, polarity, uh, polarity. Uh, there's, there's opposing points of view in intelligent design and evolution. Um, uh, have you sort of uh, heard of any of these currents, and what are your thoughts on them? Well, yes, that's that's to put it mildly. Yes, we have a fairly large community of um, people that uh, oppose the way we uh, depict evolution and intelligent design and creationism articles on uh, on Wikipedia, including a large number that eventually get blocked or banned. And um, I would have to agree with Raoul. Yeah, very large number. I was just saying that half those people who we block end up turning out to be one person. You all use yes, many many of them are sock puppets or meat puppets. Uh, we have uh, and Darova can speak to this. We we actually, especially in the case of intelligent design, it's it's there's actually a pretty concerted effort on the part of our um, of other entities out there. Some of which actually have a fair amount of resources at their disposal to disrupt excuse me disrupt our articles on uh, Wikipedia. Uh, we've had uh, logins which we can trace to organizations sometimes paid to do this, or uh, we see canvassing off wiki, uh, one group and another. And, and I think, uh, I think, to be honest, I, I think it's this is uh, indicative of of, a, of what could eventually become a problem. Uh, there's a there's a there can be a bunker mentality. I'm not saying it's present in this community. Because um, I, I don't really know, to be honest, because I'm fortunate enough not to have immersed myself in those um, those areas. You know, I can see that the intelligent design and evolution is, you know, terribly uh, fraught. Um, but it's I think there must be a danger. In, in, and again, in terms of communications, even if we uh, if we become jaded or if we become uh, cynical to the point of sort of thinking, actually, uh, I've been through this so many times and I know that this particular voice uh, there's no uh, possibility that I can engage with it, and there's no merit uh, in listening to it. Um, and I think we've got that's a really that's a rocky road, and that's one that we we have to be careful of. Uh, and in a sense, I sense that the wiki way is actually to be willing to repeat yourself a lot, to be willing to uh, calmly and patiently explain the same situations, you know, the policies once more. Um, I, I saw Phil that you suggested we might. Uh, try and uh, see if we can grab GT Bacchus, uh, who's a user that's sort of written about this sort of thing. And I know that he's got, uh, or what I've read of his 
ideas there in a similar vein. Um, so I'll just, I, I think at that point, I'll, I'll just sort of leave it there. But I'll say that I think there is merit in the idea. Uh, and I think, in fact, it's very important to be open to uh, to bringing people that have that have been opposing, you know, uh, have had arguments and disagreements, even some quite fundamental ones, to be able to find common ground and, you know, and move forward from there. I would say that there's there's no problem as long as they're willing to agree to abide by the principles uh, that Wikipedia has laid down for itself. Some of them ha will say they are not willing to abide by those principles, and then there's more of a problem. But as long as they're willing to work with the principles that Wikipedia we're all working in, then there's no problem with people having opposing points of view. I'm collaborating with two or three people that I disagree with quite severely. Uh, but as long as we all agree on the principles, then we can work together and actually be quite productive together. And I think we'll we'll wind it up now. Uh, but but just to bring Jay back for one second, uh, Jay, Phil mentioned then that um that in certain areas that he's quite active in, uh, there is a feeling that there may be there may be paid editors, there may be organised teams, uh, sort of coming in with with a mission, as Phil just mentioned, that's not in synergy with our principles. Um, mm -hmm. Have, have you? I mean, obviously, that's that's kind of a foundation level issue to be able to say, you know, you must subscribe to these things. And uh, have you come across? Have you sort of looked at that at all yet? It, well, it's a huge issue in terms of our. Uh, well, one of one of the things that I do is when I, when I get called is I refer back to sort of our core concepts or core principles and our pillars and what we do is, is it's specifically in terms of Wikipedia and uh, a lot of that relies pretty heavily on on the understanding that those things aren't happening um but it's it's a you know it's something that i'm i'm aware of constantly and it's something we're pretty vigilant about watching for but uh i think it, it's it, i think it, it could it could only be something that will probably happen at some point in our in our if it hasn't happened already that we're going to have to speak to but i think we're ready to speak to it i don't know um uh, i don't know from a foundation perspective what we do beyond when it happens and when we have to talk to it we'll talk to it and uh um I know where I know where the community would stand on it, and uh, uh, I think it's it's something that can be worked through. And I'll just say once more, thanks very much, Jay, for coming by. Particularly, um, you'll be most welcome anytime. Of course, uh, you, you've the Wikipedia page is there. It's Wikipedia colon not the Wikipedia Weekly, and um, I think that's all for today. Cheers, guys. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thank you.